0: 90% of our business sales we get from consumers that are happy with the product, introduces in a company, and from that we get business-to-business offers.
1: It's the e-commerce master plan podcast, here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas.
2: Hello and welcome. It's great to have you here. Thank you for hitting play and choosing to listen to one of our inspiring guests. Before we get into this interview, I just want to say a big thank you to Tom Locke from Shopify agency Noughts and Ones for his introduction to this awesome guest. Tom recommended Rule when one of my looking for guests LinkedIn posts was going a little viral. Um, So if you want a shout out, why not follow me on LinkedIn? So when one of those posts come up, if you know someone who should be on the show, you too could end up getting one of these little shout outs. So what am I talking to Tom's recommended guest rule about? Well, we are chatting about how he's grown his business selling a very unusual product. Very quickly, how he's tackling expansion across Europe. We're talking about why he's called a C Trio, why their objective is more about biodiversity and tree planting than it is about sales, but that the clarity around that is leading them to grow really fast, how they're balancing their B2C versus their B2B sales. Um, and a whole host more interesting things, all including their ambassador programme. Really inspiring episode coming up. Um, This is kind of one of those strategically inspiring ones. So I hope you enjoy it. And please make sure you listen to the end of the episode so you don't miss out on my guest's top tips, including a super cool Slack plugin idea um, and my own thoughts on this episode too. Running an e-commerce business is tough, but you can stay ahead of the competition with pricing. This powerful tool lets you track competitors' prices and optimise your pricing strategy. With one click, you can track prices from any website, marketplace or sales channels like Google Shopping and Amazon. And that's just the beginning. Pricing's dynamic pricing app will automatically adjust your prices to help you maximise your profit margins. It's the simplest way to increase your profit. Sign up for a free trial today and get 50% off your first three months. Sign up now via ecmp.info forward slash pricing. That's ecmp.info forward slash P-R-I-S-Y-N-C. Attention e-commerce businesses, do you want to scale your business even faster? Then tune into Season 3 of the Lightning 50 e-commerce growth hacking podcast. Join the Lightning 50 podcast team as they uncover fascinating personal stories of growth in e-commerce from some of your favourite brands, as well as some new players that are disrupting the space. Don't miss out on valuable insights and strategies from the fastest growing businesses in retail. Tune in now and supercharge your e-commerce growth. Episodes are available now via the short link ecmp.info forward slash lightning 50. And that's all one word, just lightning 50. Or search for lightning 50 podcast on all the major podcast platforms like Spotify, Amazon, Apple and Google. And now to introduce our special guest. Rule is the founder and C-trio at Moyu, manufacturers and sellers of erasable stone paper notebooks designed to hack away at single-use paper and reforest the planet. Founded in late 2019, they now sell to consumers, businesses, branded swag anyone, and wholesale via their Shopify store. And they reached over a million euros in sales by year two. Hello, Rule. Hello, Chloe.
0: Super happy to be here.
2: It's brilliant to be chatting with you. I am fascinated by your product and your business. I'm very much looking forward to this chat. But before we, well, I guess to take us into all of that, how did you get into e-commerce?
0: My original idea was to, I really love nature. So that was like my, that was the start of my thinking. And um, I want to do something about the paper industry. And I found solutions in making products that could be reused. Um, and sort of the start of it, like an easy introduction or without really opening a store was like to start set, setting up a web shop. So that's how I ended up in e-commerce.
2: And that first store, were you selling your own products or other people's? Yeah, so I first found a
0: product from abroad. Uh, and with that product, I sort of tested the tested the market because I was not sure if people were interested in erasable notebooks. Um, the product was from a material perspective, not as good as the one that we're making now. Also from a design perspective, not as good as, as, as we sell now, but it was good enough to test if there was people that would actually buy a notebook, write something down and then erase it again, because that was like a big assumption. Uh, and I bought one for myself first, took it to the bank where I was working. A lot of people loved it. I bought a few more. Then at one point I was like, oh, well, I'm selling to colleagues. Maybe I should build a web shop around this. And so it started.
2: Got you. So really nice kind of testing the market with someone else's product. And then you went, actually, I can do this better. And is that when Moyu was born?
0: Exactly, yeah. So actually the, the material that <laughs> that paper was made of was uh, or mainly plastic. And I knew there was an alternative for that was being used, which was paper made from stone. Um so that was the starting point in uh seeing if I can use this this stone paper which is from a sustainable perspective way better than any other material on the market and use that material for making an erasable notebook. I found this stone paper in the Netherlands for the people that were selling it and I bought it, bought the correct pens and I tested a lot of things and it worked. So that's that's sort of where the first product was made. And then I had to come up with a name and a new web shop and a branding or whatsoever.
2: And all that went live in 2019 and clearly took off pretty quickly given you reached a million euros by year two. So I think we'll, we'll get into some of that growth journey uh, very shortly. But first off, before we get into that, you are the C-trio at MoU. So w- what does that mean? So that's a first for me. I've never, come, I've never been chatted to, chatting to a C-trio before. So can you tell us a <laughs> bit about that, please, Raul?
0: It's a title that we came up ourselves, but basically uh, I'm just very passive. So basically our company exists because we want to reforest the planet. Uh, And I'm making the products and I'm making sure that uh, or uh, developing the products and I'm also developing all partnerships also with our tree planting partners. And I think I'm just all in, let's say with the business to make sure that we plant as many trees as possible. And no one really wanted to, so I started this with my uh, my founder Paul, and both of us were always like, "Yeah, you can be the CEO, you can be the CEO." We didn't like that title, so then actually we came up with like C 30 oh, I really want that title, so then uh, yeah, sort of claimed the title C I Like,
2: it. and it, it, we were talking about you know before we hit the record button about how the you're far less interested in how many products you sell than how many trees the sale of those products enables you to plant, and it's. I think the fact you're the C trio fits really well with that aim of the business. It's about planting trees. It's not so much about the, the notebooks. Would that be a fair way to describe it?
0: That's true. That's true. I think our, I see our business a bit as a instrument to make people aware of what's happening in the paper industry, and use the company to, um, a sort of as a tool to change this this uh, this paper industry to stop deforestation and show a way in how it can be done. And basically that's that's what we do is we, we make a product that does not cut down trees, but actually plants trees. So it's a it's a product that's creating nature instead of destroying nature.
2: Cool. Well, look, we're going to get in, like I said, we'll get into that growth journey in a moment. But first off, what's the business as it is right now? Where are you based and where are you selling to?
0: So we're based in Amsterdam and we we've, we've really focused on the Netherlands. We started out with, a focus on business to business because we knew about 50% of the office waste is paper. That was going quite well, but beginning 2019 was also the starting point uh, point of the coronavirus. So then around March, we moved way more into e-commerce. So then we set up, uh, we had a web shop, which was very basic. And then as of March, we sort of started focusing way more on on the webshop and e-commerce. And then the business grew that year, mainly from, business-to-consumer, direct-to-consumer, so the webshop. Uh, at the end of year, we got a lot of companies in the end coming back because employees had these products and they really liked it as a gift. So in the end that year, we sort of closed with, uh, I would say like half consumer, half business, maybe a bit more consumers. And what we see now at the point where we are now, I think about 70% is business again. So it's like customized notebooks for companies using them for the employees or as a gift or whatsoever. We never really focused so much on 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 wholesale. So we were, we do sell to stores, but it's, it was never our focus. And there's also mainly, I think, due due to Corona, because all stores were closed. So it was for let's say the first one and a half years, two years, it was not really an option for us, or we were not interested in that market. So we skipped that market, and uh, now currently we're working with a lot of big distribution partners, or at least setting up these partnerships to. Uh, start selling in wholesale, retail, in more countries. So it will become a bigger part of our of our revenue, I guess.
2: But adapting as the world adapts to the pandemic, I suppose, isn't it? And those, oh, I guess, all the sales actually. Are you still selling purely to the Netherlands? Are you still marketing purely to the Netherlands, or has that gone cross cross border for you now?
0: Yeah. So now, I think one half year we set in like. Um, our ambition is to in the end the paper industry is a global problem. So we always said the mission, let's make stone paper the worldwide norm. So we also said like let's not stay in the Netherlands for too long or focus on the Netherlands too long, but let's scale internationally as fast as possible. So we first focus on our neighboring countries, Belgium, France, Germany. And we try to do that with some kind of focus for the first year one and a half year. And now we our web shop is also ready to ship let's say into whole Europe, Scandinavia, UK. I think the business feels ready now to let's say to Europe. Um, And then next is probably US, but we'll see. Ambitions.
2: It's always good to have ambitions, but I like the fact that you're kind of rather than going everywhere on day one, you're going let's get to a certain point in each market and get the traction before we expand any further. There's, there's a lot of complexity to trying to serve the whole world on day one.
0: Exactly. And I must say the growth in the international market was slower than I expected if you would compare it with, your nation, let's say, with your home market that you know that you get a lot of people that you know that talk about you more easily. So Germany and France was way harder than expected. But we, we got to a point that there's this traction, let's say.
2: I think we forget how much we already know about our own market when we go overseas.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Always more challenging than you think it's going to be. So what does the team look like now a few years in? Well, you're, you must have people who can speak different languages given you're doing so much, so many business sales across so many territories. But what, how do you break it down? Are you outsourcing anything? What does the team look like?
0: Our team is three marketeers. Uh, one of them is like our brand guardian and the other two is a designer and a content creator. Um, we had a website team, but we changed all of our pl- platforms back to Shopify and Webflow. So that team left. We were, we we first built our custom CMS, which was uh, in the end too complex. So we had too much pe- too many people on uh, on on the website team. Um, and then we have a sales team, which is like doing all the business to business and business to retail. Which is my co-founder, uh, and then one person for anything. International. One person specifically for Germany, which lives in Germany. One one person specifically for for the French, for French, for, for the French market, which lives in France. Um, and we're looking into someone. We're talking. We're, we're having chats with someone in Sweden at this point. Um, then we have a head of operations um, and someone for finance.
2: Nice. And it, are you doing the, the manufacturing in house yourselves? Have you got that outsourced?
0: Outsourced, yeah. Also, uh, all the warehousing we outsourced, uh, a lot of video photography, advertisements, all these things we outsourced.
2: Cool. Thank you for running us through all that role. And it's it's certainly an, an interesting and complex business you're building. And for me, one of the things which really strikes me about the business and about the fact you got such fast growth so early on is that we yeah, I, I would I would have anticipated a business like yours would grow more slowly because we're not used to a reusable notebook let alone one made out of stone so I would have thought there'd been more of an educational process to bring the consumer along before they'd start buying in such huge numbers so am I just have I just made a whole load of m- misassumptions or is that something you've just been lucky enough to be very good at from day one?
0: No, I think you're. I think you're very right because I started selling the product more on the on the sustainable say, perks that it has. But people are not so much interested in buying a product just for oh yeah, then I save uh, so much paper or I help the forest or whatsoever. Of. It's like a nice to have. Um, in the end, I think we were just lucky that the product just really works, amazing. So people really like to write something and then it with one wipe it's gone so people I think people also like to show it to each other like look what I bought you know this paper is made from stone people don't understand that you can make paper from stone and then you write something in it and then you can erase it again so I think just functionally how the product works people really there's a nice word of mouth I think like people like to talk about it show it to people yeah and, it's, and in the end a notebook is something that you often bring everywhere so I think that's also same for clothes or something, something that you have on you and you show people, and it's, a, it's in the meeting room, it's, a, it's on a table. So people will see it, I think, in the end.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, I can totally see where that word of mouth would come from because um, it, it's so visible what you're writing on in a meeting all the time, so visible. So I guess because one of the other things that really struck me on your website is you are big into your ambassador program. So is that a way of capitalizing on that natural word of mouth that's happening? Is that why the, you've built the ambassador program?
0: Well, actually this this whole website that you will see if you go to a website now, we launched that today. Um, so we, we were doing a lot of ambassador kind of things, but more things that just came to us, but we decided to make it bigger now. So it's more visible on our current website than it ever was. So. To be honest, it's we have a lot of partners. We have a lot of influencers or influential people, even known people that love to that are sort of our partners that love to work with us and talk about us. But um, we don't have the the ambassador prog- program as it as it is on the website now. It doesn't have a huge form yet.
2: So it's the beginning of the process of, I guess, as always happens in in a you know in a, in an early stage fast growth business. You're, you see the opportunity because people are coming to you going, can I be an influencer for this? Can I get a commission if I sell more, etc. And then you're going, right, let's, let's now try and put some structure around that. Let's now put some effort into recruiting people. And is, is that something you're seeing working better on the B2B sales or the B2C sales?
0: Uh, that's mainly on the B2C sales, I think. Yeah. And I like the word ambassador because in the end, it's we love to sell the product because we need sort of revenue to grow the business. But in the end an ambassador you're also an ambassador if you download the teaching kit and tell about us on your school or if you if you are creative and like to create a cover for us or if you just read about us and tell about other, to other people about us or share our story on your Instagram, it's it's not mainly it's 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 just not the sort of uh, we need influencers that want to where from we can gain more revenue. It's more like we need people that love our story, that want to tell our story in what way, in any way possible.
2: Yeah, I think that's always at the heart of an ambassador or whatever you call it. It has there has to be that emotional connection to that to the product and to the business or it just it just doesn't doesn't really work properly, does it? And rule of all the things that you've been doing over the last few years with the business, and, and obviously, you know, as we're talking today, you've just put a new website live, which is pretty exciting in itself. But what's what's got you the most excited about things that are going to be coming up in the near future for you, for you guys?
0: I'm really, I'm really enthusiastic about the international expansion that's sort of getting traction finally. Um, so as of today, you can also buy it in UK and Sweden. And I love to it's like easy to buy it in more countries now. So that's one thing. And I'm, I'm going to see where it leads us. So um, I also see some really like the the African continent and also want to see, because I, I think I lived in Kenya for a year, so I know Nairobi very well, but my assumption is that people really write a lot there. And it's always maybe a bit, I just mentioned and next might be US because that's sort of the standard way of doing things. But I think like, Doing things a bit different could be also be cool. So that, like, to see where the international expansion is going to bring us, I think I'm looking forward to that. But I think the biggest thing that's currently happening is that the, the stone paper that we use there's only one factory in the world that's producing it. But the paper has a Cradle to Cradle certificate, which means that it's very easy to recycle. It's very easy also to produce locally. However, the production facility is very expensive no one was ever interested in recycling or production because there was no volume for stone paper. And at this point where we are now is like, we've created quite some volume in the Netherlands. So by creating a product that basically creates no waste, but at one point it will be waste. So I always say like at one point we should be able to recycle this product in the Netherlands or even though it's in 10 years, let's think about it now. And what you see now is that we created quite some awareness around the paper industry and, not only by us, but I, I noticed that not today and four years ago that people are talking about the paper industry on um, politics, uh, uh, businesses. Uh, let's say where we at one point we're not allowed we're not allowed to sort of like single use plastic is bad, you know. But single use papers, people don't talk about it, but it's it's becoming a thing, you know. Like people start thinking about paper use. So very long introduction. But uh, what we're working on now is setting up a a stone paper alliance, start thinking about changing the paper industry on a production level locally in the Netherlands so that we can actually start using waste streams here, preferably stone, to create paper here and recycle it here. And then we can also move into more single use things because you can also make cardboard out of it. So you can do shipment in it. You can also do, do... Food packaging in it you can also do printing on it you can make labels from it so what I never want to do that if the if, if the what's the English word the value chain or the chain is not set up to collect it and recycle it and whatsoever so I think this is a 10 year ambition before it's here but I really love it that a lot of smart people are currently involved in setting this alliance up so uh, we we we're going somewhere it's starting.
1: E commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. It's time for the top tips round.
2: Running an e-commerce business is tough, but you can stay ahead of the competition with Pricing. This powerful tool lets you track competitors' prices and optimize your pricing strategy. With one click, you can track prices from any website, marketplace, or sales channels like Google Shopping and Amazon. And that's just the beginning. Pricink's dynamic pricing app will automatically adjust your prices to help you maximize your profit margins. It's the simplest way to increase your profit. Sign up for a free trial today and get 50% off your first three months. Sign up now via ecmp.info forward slash pricing. That's ecmp.info forward slash P-R-I-S-Y-N-C. Attention e-commerce businesses, do you want to scale your business even faster? Then tune into Season 3 of the Lightning 50 e-commerce growth hacking podcast. Join the Lightning 50 podcast team as they uncover fascinating personal stories of growth in e-commerce from some of your favourite brands, as well as some new players that are disrupting the space. Don't miss out on valuable insights and strategies from the fastest growing businesses in retail. Tune in now and supercharge your e-commerce growth. Episodes are available now via the short link ecmp.info forward slash lightning50. And that's all one word, just lightning50. Or search for lightning50podcast on all the major podcast platforms like Spotify, Amazon, Apple and Google. Okay, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our business to the next level. So, Rule, are you ready for the top tips? Yes. Okay. Right then, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend?
0: I had so many cool book tips, but uh, I think the one that helped my business the most is "Let My People Go Surfing" about from uh, from Patagonia. I really, really, really love that how how they build sustainability in the core of their business. I read it when I was starting Mojo. And it really helped me to set up sustain uh, design sustainable design principles and and setting up the the core values of our company and these kind of things. So that really helped me.
2: Um, An audience, you can't see Rule right now. I can, and he's wearing a Patagonia T-shirt. That's how behind <laughs> this book he is. Um, <laughs> Rule's currently going, how did, how did she notice that? Because right now we've got video turned off to keep the audio going. But I can guarantee he's wearing a Patagonia T-shirt as we record this. Okay, uh, Rule, the traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves?
0: I think investing in a very good product even though your cost price is a bit higher, really helps to get the word of mouth, and then invest in your after sales, because ninety percent of our business sales we get from consumers that are happy with the product, introduces in a company, and from that we get business to business offers.
2: That's a n- recognizing that that's the way it works for you is half the battle, isn't it? It's like, right, someone buys it or they get given it, they love it, they then recommend it to the company they work for or to a company they're talking to. Um, yeah, makes so much sense, but so, so many businesses fail to recognize exactly how it is they're getting those sales. Okay, the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day?
0: Exp- I, I, just, I just told you, I, I think it's a, it's a bit of a funky tool because it's super new, but we're using Noon at this point, which is a Slack integration. Um and it helps it, it gives you like two questions every day to everyone in the team to check in how everyone is feeling. And then over the months you get a sort of a day-to-day view. Are people motivated? Are people happy? Do they feel rewarded enough? Whatsoever. And then it gives you tips on where as a manager or boss, whatsoever of the company, where where you should focus on and how to improve and how you can improve these things. And we are still in the testing phase. But I got I got enthusiastic about using this tool mainly because half of our team is also not working in the office because they're working from abroad. And it gives me I feel it might give me some sense of how people are doing.
2: Oh, I like that. How it's called noon. How are we spelling it?
0: N O O N dot works.
2: Simple as that, everyone. Great, great idea for kind of pulling the team together a little bit day to day, but also giving you that insight. I think that's an excellent recommendation. Um, I'm sure more people will be testing it as a result of you mentioning it here, Roel. Uh So th- thank you very much for that one. And then finally, the carbon top tip. What's your favorite way to reduce the carbon footprint of an e-commerce business?
0: Yeah, for me, it's like I never focus on carbon because I think carbon is is a, is the human problem. But I always focus on supporting biodiversity in what form so like i mentioned c3o because we plant the tree but not even planting it's not even about planting the tree it's about biodiversity which means create nature for more species than just humans to live plants animals trees whatsoever so we use for we work for the our main partners trees for kenya Uh, already from day one we use that tool or tool or we use we, we work with this organisation.
2: Nice. I, lo- I love the fact that you rephrased it there into, let's not think, talk about carbon, let's think about biodiversity. And I think that's kind of one of the key, key things for me is, first off, you've got to work out which battle you're fighting and then work out the ways in which, to, uh, in which to deliver on it. So thank you so much for that, role. That's really good. Uh, before we say goodbye, could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media if they want to go and get their hands on a stone paper notebook?
0: Yeah, so we're called Moju, which is spelled M-O-Y-U. And our URL is moju.rocks because it's a stone paper notebook. Um, uh, and then from that, you'll also find us on Instagram, which is moju.rocks. Uh, And then the minus sign, uh, notebooks, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, we're trying most social media channels.
2: Brilliant. Thank you so much, Rule. It's been fascinating learning about your business and about how you're approaching growth and hitting that mission to plant more trees. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today.
0: Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me.
2: So I'm going to class that as awesome strategy podcast, I think. Uh, I think that the clarity of what Rule and his team are bringing to the space, how they're approaching internationalisation – the way the things they're aiming at the fact they've quickly realized word of mouth is the key for them so let's build an ambassador program let's keep our messaging right let's reformat our team so we're hitting the right areas for the growth of this business and all delivering on that mission which in many ways has nothing to do with sales is what's enabled them to grow fast and get those sales and hit the million euros in just the first year so Hugely, oh sorry, in year two I should say. So hugely fascinating um, interview that I'm going to be thinking about for a while. I suspect you can get your hands on the notes from this episode, including the top tips and links to what we've mentioned, by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com or use our direct episode short links. Just put ecmp.info forward slash the number of this episode into the URL bar, and you'll go straight to the correct page on the website. When you get to the website, you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the many things I share each week to help you improve your business. And if you liked this episode, then you can find all our startup episodes at ecmp.info forward slash startup if you want to go and binge your way through those. Thank you so much for tuning into this and every episode of the Ecommerce master plan podcast. I bring you a new interview every week because I want to inspire and help e-commerce business owners like you to succeed and thrive with your business, including progressing along the path to net zero. So if you know someone this show can help, please tell them to listen to the Ecommerce master plan podcast. I hope you have an excellent week and don't forget to keep optimising.
1: Thank you for listening to the eCommerce Masterplan podcast. Find out more at eCommerceMasterplan.com podcast.
2: Don't miss out. It's time you joined Chloe's eCommerce Club, our free club that's all about helping you grow your e-commerce store. Join right now for free at ecmp.info forward slash club.